I thank you for tuning in to another episode of State of the Arts, a podcast where art forms are embraced and artists are celebrated. I'm Lee, your host of Ceremonies, and this is episode 130, the Mental Illness Awareness Month special. This week, my esteemed co-host Anthony Bonilla and I are teaming up for a tribute to the 1944 drama classic Gaslight in commemoration of Mental Health Awareness Month. This is unofficially also the second half of the Angela Lansbury special. Welcome to my show, Anthony. Thank you for joining me. Well, I'm glad to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me, Lee. Oh, it's an honor. And what a great topic matter. Yes. I'm uh, Gaslight. It's one of my favorite films. Uh, you know, a, a classic Hollywood of the 1940s, uh, you know, starring, uh, you know, big time actors of, of their generation. You had Ingrid Berman, uh, you had Charles Boyer, um, and Joseph Cotton, no less. And then to top it all off, I guess the, the whipped cream on this, this fine cake is a young Angela Lansbury starting in her very first role. Uh, and just as you said earlier, you know, this is sort of a, a, a continuation of part two um, of what, you know, of our uh, celebration of Angela Lansbury. And, you know, what a way to to look at, at her first role uh, being in this film. She was just 17 years old um, and uh, she hit, literally, uh, uh, she hit it right at the park. And I don't think that happens uh, very often in Hollywood. Uh, I could only think of uh, a couple of other times where a young uh, ingenue kind of uh, progeny uh, comes in and, and uh, you know, just uh, hits it out the park. And uh, Angela Lansbury was one of them. Yes, and what an extraordinary job she did, too, playing yeah. the less than virtuous Nancy Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it, you know, Gaslight is just a, a, a wonderful, uh, just a wonderful film. And, uh, you know, it, interesting enough, I mean, as, as much as I love Gaslight 1944, it, it itself was a remake of an earlier film in the 19, uh, early 1940s called Gaslight uh, that was done in, in, in the, uh, not Hollywood, it was done in, in um, the British cinema. Um, and also a very good, great film that should be, uh, you know, searched and located uh, and, um, you know this this film, uh, the remake, uh, no less, uh, was or or in itself actually the film and the remake, um, came from the theater. Uh, originally, uh, Gaslight was based off this play written by a uh, man named Patrick Hamilton, uh, and he he called it Angel Street, and it starred a, a young, <laughs> interesting enough, uh, Vincent Price, a very young Vincent Price, uh, in the role of the husband. I actually saw both, and I find it fascinating uh, how the character of Gregory had varied in the original with Vincent Price. He came off as, I would say, more overtly sinister, while in the remake, he had this fake cheerful persona, which I think makes it even more disturbing because he was covertly sinister. Yeah, there was this charm, you know, it was like a, a, a very slimy, 
charm. <laughs> Uh, that Charles Boyer, uh, uh, you know, just uh, infused on on in in throughout throughout the uh, throughout the film, uh, and he he does it with a smirk and a smile, um, and and uh, you know we we've we've hit the topic of mental health awareness and stuff, and it's very important, uh, you know, that we look at mental health awareness and stuff, and um, this film itself deals with that kind of topic, uh, which in itself, um, I mean, I, I, I could be wrong, I'm not a doctor, but I don't really believe there was a term for it. I don't believe the term mental health awareness was even, um, um, it might've been around, but it might've not been a, 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 you know, a common a term, a common expression, a common, uh, uh, a, a medical or a common thing that people talked about. Um, and certainly in this movie, Gaslight, as I mentioned before, Charles Boyer uh, playing the role of Gregory, um, you know, there, every so often you saw those, the, the spoiler alert, but the tricks that he would play um, on, on Ingrid Berman, um, and he always did it with a smirk, a smile, and then gradually, those smirk and smiles would would stop, and then he would look very stern at the at, at her, um, and it was, uh, you know, just it sort of it played, you know, uh, it played with her mind. I I would suggest that it played with with my mind as well as I watched it. Um, so I I think what he what what he imbued in that is the you know, a, a mind game of sort, uh, you know, playing with someone's mind, um, making them feel less aware of themselves, more or less um, unsure, you know, of themselves, which in itself, I think is, you know, this expression now, uh, which started from this film, Gaslight. Yes, that's fascinating that the term gaslight has been adopted by this psycho by psychology and psychiatry by both those fields. The professionals actually use the term gaslight, which originated from this movie. And yeah. it's just extraordinary how deeply disturbed the main character was. They tried to Absolutely. project that onto his wife who was of good mental health and he wasn't and it just shows how sinister he was and the fact that he was doing it to get her fortune just makes him evil rather than just sick yeah i mean he ultimately was looking for something and he even said it at you know towards towards the end he says um that there was a divide uh, between what he was ultimately looking for, which was, you know, sort of a get rich scheme um, and whatever it is that he felt for her, for his wife, um, you know, whatever love that he felt there, there, there was it, something was, was quite divided. And that's sort of what egged him on to keep doing this sort of sick game with her. Um, and ultimately, um, you know, as, as as in what Gaslight is all about, she herself was feeling 
not just uncertain about herself, but she was feeling like she was losing it. You know, and you know, we also have to we we also have to look back and see, and it's in the movie as well, where you know Gregory, you know, implies that we're going to do something about about this. You know, he sort of implies, uh, without making any direct uh, uh, assertions, but just you know, a small implication that opens up uh, the fear um, and and the dread uh, for you know for the wife um where she feels oh he really wants to do something about this and not in a good way i mean he wants to send her away somewhere you know and then we have to look back at at, um our history you know our society's history um dealing with uh, madness or dealing with with with, uh, uh mental health uh, um, I guess, is, but the idea of, of people needing um, help, um, getting some some kind of you know psychiatrist or something along those lines, therapy, something along those lines. Um, all of these concepts that I just mentioned are more of a modern idea, you know, as 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 the late twentieth century. Uh, uh, came into to fruition. Um, these concepts were coming more and more, but back in the days, there weren't all these things. I mean, there was basically just, you know, like take her to a white room and close up the room and, and uh, that that's about it, you know? And so it, it's, it's kind of dreadful when you look back at how in that, in the film Gaslight, she slowly, it seems to be, her mental capacity seems to be sort of uh, this this evolving, um, and and she's losing it, and she sort of and because we all know this, we all know that these things are happening because it's made it's it's made for her to feel like she's losing it. It's it's done by design, but she doesn't know that, of course, that she's just feeling completely like she's sort of losing her mind slowly but surely. I'm sorry if you hear my cat in the background. That's uh, that's Bonnie. <laughs> um, but you know, slowly but surely, you know, she feels that uh, you know she's she's slowly losing her mind, and it's it's it breaks my heart for her. Yes, it's frightening that she starts gaslighting herself, which is exactly yeah. Um, it's it, yeah, and and the thing is interesting enough that uh, you know, in 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 the film she has suffered the death of of her relative, her aunt. Um, And with that in mind, um, it's one of those things where it's just like, she's just, she's never really, uh, um, not resolved, that's not the right word, but she's never really dealt with that. You know, she had to go away um, and and stuff like that. So she never really dealt with that kind of, of, of sadness, trauma in her life. So upon that and now this situation with her husband as well, Gregory taking advantage of this poor woman, um, you know, she feels more and more uh, of a sad case. And my heart goes out to her, as I said earlier. Um, and certainly uh, Joseph Cotton picks up on those things as well. And of course, 
he, you know, he sort of sees like, oh, wait, something's going on and it's not healthy for her. It's not healthy uh, for her physically, nor is it healthy for her mentally. And good on Joe. <laughs> Oh, that's very common for victims of yeah. the sociopath narcissists. They'll start gaslighting themselves and questioning their own reality, their own sanity. Yeah, uh, exactly. But you know, the the certainly the highlight of this film is Angela Lansbury, uh, as I mentioned before, just coming in and playing this role of Nancy, and and just you could see there's a twinkle in her eye. Um, and she's she's young. She's only seventeen years old, and you know she's she's going toe to toe with Ingrid Bergman, <laughs> and uh, you know, and and Charles Boyer, and 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 it's it's such you know such a delight. Uh, you know, sort of um, in many ways, it. How should I put it? Uh, the director. Uh, uh, what was the director's name? Coker. He was a famous Hollywood director, and I'm 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 forgetting his name right now, and I apologize. Um, but um, you know, he himself, he, the film is called Gaslight, and you have gaslighting happening all over the place. You have Gregory Gillespie gaslighting his wife, and so and so, and you also have a little bit of you know, uh, Nancy and Gregory as well. There's a little playfulness going on there, a little bit of uh, you know, uh, something going on in that situation there. Um. But throughout the movie itself, I mean, and what I mean to say is the movie itself, in a way, is a gaslight for us as well. Um, in the sense of you have this story happening between Gregory and his wife, the situation that, that's occurring that is awful, uh, making his wife feel more and more unsure of herself and insane. Um, and then you have a sort of, a, oh, and then you have Angela Lansbury. Uh, you know, uh, being the maid and 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 you know, being very funny and also at the same time, uh, you know, just giving her all and stuff like that, and it sort of takes you out of the situation that's occurring, even though it's all part of that situation. I mean, Nancy feeling more sure of herself, you know, more more uh, 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 assertive, really, uh, sort of downplays, you know. Uh, um, Don plays Edgar Berman, you know, where she feels like she's just going down. She feels she cannot speak up for herself as as much. Um, so you feel like there is a bit of a gaslight happening as well. You yourself, as an audience member watching the film, are feeling there are these levels of of emotions and levels of oh wow, wait a minute, did this happen? You know that's going on and on and on throughout the film. It's a brilliant film. Also, what I find intriguing is it's a film noir, but unlike other film noirs, it was actually set in the Edwardian era because all the other film noirs were set at the time when they were made, late 40s, um, early to late 50s, but not Gaslight, it's set in the past. Right, said in that that, right, exactly. Said in, it, I mean, just as as the film is titled "Gaslight," this gaslight era, um, you know, you sort of, you, and you see it in the film. You see 
you know, the the gas lights and you see the fog and you see London uh, in this Victorian setting. It's, you know, it feels, you, you sort of see the rain and it's cold and there are days where it's a little damp and, and there's a setting to it. Um, and as, you know, as the film's titled Gaslight, well, there's gas right in the film um, on and off. I mean, it's throughout. You can sort of, it permeates throughout that film and it, you know, itself, it is, it's cloudy. So things are very cloudy. Um, and and you cannot, this you, you can't make any distinction uh, too close on it. Um, and and I you know it's just as I said before uh, the director of this film was was brilliant in his, in in deciding uh, to to keep it in that Victorian era. I mean he could have just certainly have done an an up you know an update and and put it into you know more of a modern setting and still would have worked. Um, but that it's that it is a time capsule of old London town and and the Victorian era and stuff. Um, and you're right, certainly uh, for film noir, um, you know, it is it's it's looking back in the past, uh, and it's you know it's it's brilliant because it just gives you that setting. I mean, it's around this time. Let's think about it as well. This Victorian era time where the story is taking place, uh, we're not too far away from you know the murders of and a real, unfortunately, the real life tragic. Uh, 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 horrible, uh, awful, uh, horrific murders, um, you know, Jack the Ripper crimes uh, that were occurring around the same time period. So it's all in there. And it's like, oh, wow. You know, it's like this story is happening, but in another place in London, you have the murders of Jack the Ripper and so-and-so. There, There's just these things that are just going on. Um, and I think it just you could sort of you yourself as an audience member can put that into the film and it still works because it, it, it actually sort of uh, brings out a or uh, uh, gives a increasing amount of appreciation uh, to this film that it is done in that settings and that Victorian very much of gaslight street lamps and 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 you hear the constable police officer, uh, policeman walking around the streets. You could see them and, and you see the rain and everything like that. And it's a, you know, stovetop hats and, and walking canes and stuff like that. And it, it, it you know, it works. Yes, it gives us the very dark and sinister, but still a very romantic flavor to the movie. And there's a happy ending. It turns out to be a romance at the end when Brian Cameron swoops in like a knight in shining armor and saves <laughs> the uh, victim. Yeah, Interesting enough, though, that's a little bit of a departure from the original film, uh, you know, the 1940 film, where it sort of ended in a uh, more of a fatherly figure. <laughs> coming to save the day you know um and you know I, I i would love to see i've never gotten a chance to see the play version of of gaslight which is angel street and that's actually the one that starred angel street 
um, uh, was the one that starred Vincent Price. He he only acted in the play version uh, of of the uh, you know the the story. Um, when the film was done as Gaslight in 1940, it starred someone else, and I'm forgetting his name too. So apologies to everybody. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, look up the film. It's a brilliant film. Um, and of course, uh, it is a a a classic. Uh, uh, the um, 1944 film as well. Um, both films are just great to, to look at. Um, and and it ends as as you said, it's a romance or you know romantic uh, uh hinting of something going on. And you know, um, whether it works or not, because she's traumatized. I mean, she really, my heart goes out to her. As I said before, um, she really needs to work on herself before she can go out and try to, you know, to show love to someone. She needs to show some love to herself. And I think, um, you know, she sort of senses that as well. So it, it, even though there's a romantic quality to it, um, whether it works or not, she needs to find help. And you know that, uh, it, you know, it, it, I'm forgetting his name right now, but the, the, the character that, that Joseph Cotton plays in the film, um, he looks to help her. Brian. You know, you know, like a, yes, you could say a knight in shining armor, but he also looks to help her as sort of like a, the good Samaritan in, in, in the way that said, okay, well, let me help this person out. So he, he really wants to help her. Was, uh, Joseph Cotton had played Brian Cameron. Yes. I'm, I'm not sure who the, orig the original actor was for the 1940 version, I don't remember. Yeah, I need to find I need to find that information out. Um, but e equally, uh, um, uh, both films are, are you know just uh, they're they're brilliant, um, fun, uh, quirky films as, as well. Um, and because it, it, it get, the original Gaslight, the forties film, it, it you know and it's in itself even though it was a uh, made for you know British cinema. Uh, uh, film setting um, really sort out to to sort of look itself as a you know what like what what would you know a Hollywood film be if it was done in the in the British cinema? So they really set out to do that and they accomplished that in my opinion. Um, and then of course you have the classic, classic, classic 1944 Gaslight, just amazing. Uh, there's a reason why uh, TCM goes back to this film over and over and over again. It's because everything that we're talking about, everything that will be talked about after we are finished with this conversation and years and years later, this film will be talked about. Uh, it is it is in the ion uh, uh, or, you, you know, of, of, of cinema uh, history. Um it is a film that should not be forgotten and nor nor will it be forgotten. Yes, it is an ultimate classic, I would say, that will be etched into cinema history. And yes. it has so many awards also, it was nominated for Best Motion Picture, nominated for Best Screenplay. Charles Boyer was nominated for Best Actor. 
who was also nominated for Best Cinematography. Angela Lansbury was nominated for Best Supporting Actress, and Ingrid Bergman won Best Actress. And this is only at the Academy Awards. There were many other awards they were nominated for or actually won. Well-deserved, absolutely well-deserved. Um, you know, the, uh, the director of the film, it just, uh, I, I just remembered the name, George Cooker. Um, you know, he, he, he did a very good job casting wise. Um, he put a trust on a 17 year old unknown actress and never listening Angela Lansbury, which is a name that even, even though it's synonymous with, with acting, um, it doesn't really sound like an actor's name, you know, it, it's not like, you know, Tom Cruise or Halle Berry, you know, it, it, it doesn't have a, 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 a you know, a, a pizzazz to it. it, but in itself, there is a pizzazz to it because it's Angela Lansbury. Um, and who knew that, that those doors were going to be open and, and uh, you know, had not closed until her uh, sad. Um, but of course, um, you know, everyone knew that this was, this, you know, this was happening. She lived a very long life. Um, her sad departure uh, last year. Um, you know, those doors have been opened uh, since uh, 1944. And she continued on uh, brilliantly as well in, in uh, a another picture, uh, the picture, another picture called The Picture of Dorian Gray, um, in which she played a, a, a wonderful uh, character named Sybil. Uh, and she sings uh, for the first time, as, as, as I recall, uh, ever. Uh, cute little song called uh, Goodbye Little Yellowbird <laughs> um, in that film. And that film itself is, is a, it, you know, it, it's a classic. Um, it, there, there, are, there are some scenes better than others, but it's a very good film as well. Um, and she really does a good job uh, in the scenes that she has. Um, and, you know, she just went on to, to uh, you know, keep going. And, and of course, uh, the bed knobs and broomsticks and all the other films, uh, you know, they came with that before and after. Of course, the Manchurian Candidate back in the 1960s uh, really was a, uh, a, a, you know, seminal moment for um, in Hollywood. Uh, and then, of course, uh, you know, she left the, the uh, movies in order to do some stage work. Um, and uh, sort of recreated herself on the stage brilliantly in musicals. Um, Mame um, being one, the other one, Sweeney Todd. Um, and then, of course, a couple revivals. Um, well, not a couple, some, some revivals. Uh, one of Mame as well. Um, and did a, a brilliant play um, in early 2000s uh, called uh, Fly Spirit. Um, where she just was having a, a great moment on stage and, and loving it. She did it so beautifully on Broadway. Um, she went um, on a, a, a tour uh, in London and did it in London as well. Uh, several years after her, her run on Broadway doing Wide Spirit. Um, and then brilliantly came back to Broadway uh, in uh, another Sondheim musical, uh, a little night music, which I had the pleasure of seeing uh, one night and was absolutely blown away. I mean, that woman, God bless, uh, 
she had me and 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 a whole bunch of theater goers uh, on the palm of her hand. I mean, she knew what she was doing and she was brilliant. Uh, and uh, you know what a brilliant talent. Uh, going back to uh, this wonderful film, Gaslight, um, she was discovered, uh, and uh, she was the the jewel that that jewel that just got picked up. Um, you know, before being, uh, you know, thrown out or anything like that. She was the the, the one jewel in that film that just got picked up. Um, and, uh, you know, it was just, uh, you know, just opened the doors for her. And what a great film to start her Hollywood career. Um, you know, and, and what an immense, you know, immense, talented woman um, who certainly, and, and we cannot all forget this, uh, after uh, stage work and stuff like that, did brilliant TV as well uh, for many years in the um, in itself a noir um, kind of um, you know mur murder mystery show uh, murder she wrote uh, in which uh, she she ran with it you know for many 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 years uh, created history uh, was the a juggernaut for many years for CBS um, and. In many ways, it's something that CBS, I don't think, has ever had um, another kind of run like that as far as as uh, uh, ratings-wise. Um, you know, she really, uh, you know, did that for several years um, and was a hit uh, predominantly for probably about the run of the show. Um, so just an amazing talent altogether. Um, and a brilliant movie. And this movie that deals with mental health awareness and and the importance that it shows it shows that people need help as i mentioned before i i think ingrid berman plays a role um in which the you know she just shows she needs help absolutely um so zoom has me on a time limit unfortunately but you are a magnificent guest as usual and it was just wonderful delving into this classic yes just amazing masterpiece that has touched you know an entire culture of cinema goers and the field of psychiatry and psychology just by its name and the material that it presented Yes, that's exactly right. Mm -hmm. Oh, what a brilliant film. I had so much fun uh, talking about this and, and so much fun uh, also uh, looking up on videos on YouTube about Gaslight and also uh, looking at uh, you know, the, the history of, uh, of the, uh, the movies um, and looking also at the topic as well on gaslighting. It's interesting. It, it, wow. It just uh, you know, makes me aware like, wow, um, it it's kind of easy to gaslight someone um, it and, and it's so sad as well no one should be doing something like that but yeah it happens more often than we like to admit mm -hmm. way too prevalent and let us build awareness then yeah that's and exactly right so the more the more that you know absolutely. <laughs> like nbc used to say right the more you know yes thank you again for joining me and thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of Stage of the Arts. I encourage all of you to stay safe, stay true to your dreams, and stay positive. Take care, listeners.
Bye-bye. Have a good night, everybody. Bye-bye.